Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. This is Steven Erickson, and you're listening to Life Today with Jesus. Today, we have a couple special guests on, Stephen Ricks and Amber O'Brien, and they have their own podcast. It's called Poema. Their podcast focuses on worship and the life of Jesus. Really excited to be talking with them today. So without further ado, here we go. I'm just curious about you guys. Uh, when did you get this idea? How did you all get started with this? Yeah, so I started this back in January as a concept. I was on my couch, and through this whole time, I was thinking about, okay, like, the music industry needs to record and have an amazing platform for them to be able to do what they what they were called to do. and what I found was that there was nothing out there for people to have a access to any kind of music in the regards to like without spending a lot of money or different obstacles they were facing. Now it's like, okay, where is the fun in that if we can't just create as we were created to, to do? Right. So... When I thought of this, like, this was completely Jesus that brought this to me. Because I was sitting on my couch, and I was reading through Ephesians, and Ephesians 2.10 popped out, which says that we were created in Christ to do great work that he predestined for us to do beforehand. It's like, literally, our destiny was to walk into the, to, into the work of God that he's already had for us. So I was like, okay, like if these people have been called to do this and they have the fear of money or of obstacles that they have been facing, then what can I do to be a caveat or to be a place for them to actually do this wholly without without feeling like they are going to break the bank or feel this great amount of on their shoulder and that was a big place for me as an artist to record i've recorded i've spent thousands of dollars doing some stuff like that and i was like no one is like this unless they have their whole heart into this then they're actually not going to pursue this because you have to be an insane person like me <laughs> that's when you do this you gotta be a risk yeah, and people are not risk takers. People like to play it safe. They like to go to school and get the business degree and go wear the suit and do the things that are super comfortable. And I, and I want to gag when I hear that. Mm. And when I feel like that, people are like, you're Stephen, why don't you do this? And this thing that they're saying is comfortable. And I'm like, no, there's <laughs> no way. This is not me. And this is what I'm going to call me to be. So I wanted to, to be that person to be able to create 
the space for people to create because I, I feel like creativity is a, is a great platform for people to experience love, the love of Christ, to be able to express who they are through music, through videos, through photography, through podcasting. And that's when Amber came along because Amber was someone that had the same exact vision and I did not expect it to be like that. And this is where we found that we're really twins. (laughs) And within this whole context, I brought this to her and she was like, Steven, where have you been my whole life? What's going on right now? Why are you bringing this to me right now? Because I've been thinking about this for the past years because I have an artist as well and I have all these kids and have all these responsibilities and I want to be able to create and create this platform for people to create. And that's when it came into this place where we're like, let's just do it. Like, if God's calling us to this, if this is on our heart, then why are we not pursuing this wholeheartedly? And the more that we started to talk about this to our friends or family, they were like, this is ingenious. This is surprisingly something that we need. And we find that in our podcast, which is called Poema PDX. Mm-hmm. And through our platform that we are still praying about the physical space and the, um, like all the different kind of details within it. We were in a place where we just saw that there was a great need. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the great need, we, we saw that there was actually people that would be willing to come into it and maybe willing to um, just invest financially or invest emotionally, spiritually into it. And that's what we we asked for throughout it. And we have found so far that this is still the platform that we are so excited to explore and excited to be a part of and to be able to, to share truth through it because I think we're reaching a greater amount of people because we have a, a stronger platform other than just a pulpit to, to teach and to show the love of God because art is such a huge expression of of God's love and of God's character and of our unique design. So yeah, that's how we kind of came about this. The long story long, so not a, not sorry, but yeah. No, that's cool. <laughs> That's great. So you got an idea, you felt something, you felt a call to something, and you stepped mm-hmm. into it. You didn't really know what it was going to look like, but you stepped into it in faith. And yeah. it sounds like, so the idea is to create a platform to encourage different mm-hmm. artists to follow their dreams, to make music, to make movies, and all of that. And mm-hmm. um, I listened to your last podcast, I think it was your last one, and and one of the things that I really liked was you talked about how this uh, this current situation that we're in has allowed us to really take a look at ourselves and mm, yeah. an opportunity to to grow and to create, but to rest at the same time. And you said something that I really appreciate, and that is this: that when you are resting, actually, that's your best moment of creating because. When you're enjoying and you love and you're following your passion and your call, it's not work. And uh, I really yeah. appreciated that. I like your music too. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, I really appreciate your music. That last song you did was awesome. I thought it was really, really great. I hope oh that, my God. I hope that more people listen to it. I hope people can appreciate it. Yeah, my my plan for this quarantine is to write an album and then after quarantine I can release it. I'll probably just have to name the album Quarantine Time, just like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be something but <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah just i really want to make this time a really intentional time to be able to create and to be able to love others through this because a lot of times people are focused on the wrong stuff they're focused on negativity they're focusing on the things that they don't have or the place they can't go when we our hope is in heaven our hope is in jesus so if we can actually live our life daily knowing that Jesus is still on the throne, our hope is not here, our life is not here. So if we can completely live in a place of rest, knowing that God has called us into rest and to and to live out of rest, then why don't we do that? And why don't we realize that what we have around us is what we need? And everything we have outside of that is just a want. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. something that uh, I I really appreciate about this, um, it's related to the church. And uh, I think that at least the lesson that I'm getting out of it, I don't know if pastors really appreciate this, but I feel like <laughs> um, the church building and investing in the building and all that stuff has become so important and um, I think we're missing we're missing some things, and mm-hmm. it's interesting. I, I like what our church is doing. They are they are doing small groups in homes and things like that. But I started thinking about it, and I'm thinking, well, why couldn't we just do church, you know, in small groups and homes, and we could still use the media, we could still zoom in mm-hmm. and, and be all connected. Um, yeah. You know, you could do it that way. Um, I know there are some folks who really, really appreciate the corporate worship thing where there's a whole lot of people in a building and things like that. Truthfully, that's not me, unless I'm at a concert, a Christian concert. That's about the only time that, you know, I don't know. I I like the idea of um, almost the, uh, you know, the the New uh, Testament model that they have of churches, which is in homes. And um, mm. I like that. I think that's that's relevant. And what's interesting is not to, not to uh, scare anybody, but if we do end up going down that particular road, uh, we might end up doing exactly that, having you know meetings in yeah. our homes and so on. So I think you know sometimes God prepares us for things, and we don't know, like you say, we don't know what's going to happen, but we certainly don't have to be afraid. Um, we just we don't and. You're right about being connected. When you're connected to people, you know, we take care of each other. And that's that's what we do. That's what we're called to do. And so yeah. this is our opportunity to take care of each other and to look and see right. beyond ourselves, too. It's kind of funny. We're, we're isolated, yeah. but we're we're also kind of looking out because, well, it's 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 a good thing. So, so Amber, tell yeah, me a little bit about yeah. how did how did you two so Stephen says you guys had the same idea and all that, and so what was going through your mind? Yeah, I mean, I I was getting to know Stephen, and 
he just started talking about this idea that God placed in his heart, and it's something that I was very interested in, um, because I love the idea of coming alongside creative people and not competitively, which is what ends up happening a lot of the time, but alongside as a family, just so we're together, build people up in their God-given gifts and talents, just help, um, I don't know, foster that in them, give them a safe place um, where they don't have to worry about the comparison game. And it just sounded so refreshing to me. It, it sounded like somewhere I would want to go as a creative. So I just told Stephen one day, I said, well, if you ever need any help, you know, I own a bookkeeping company and I do, you know, financials and start businesses from the ground up all the time. So I know that side of it. You know, I didn't think it was really going to be any more than that. I'm kind of helping him with the behind the scenes with the finances, but um, it's, we've become a cool partnership and we've been doing it together and I love it. Yeah. It's um, been a really cool adventure. A lot has happened yeah. <laughs> since we started it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, and we're still praying about, like you said, that physical location and where that might land, but that's all in the Lord's plans and in his hands. Right. So are you in Portland, too, or where are you at? No, I actually am in Woodby Island, Washington. Oh, yeah. I, I, an I, hour had, north of Seattle. Yeah, we had, we had a place up there at Useless Bay for years. So I love, <laughs> love Woodby. Uh, that's where I live. Really? You're yeah. Kidding. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I live in Useless Bay. <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's really great. cool. Yeah, we were um, um, interesting. Where, where were you in Useless Bay? Are you in the new colony, the old colony? Where were you guys at? Uh, we're, well, I don't want to give my exact address, but, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> off of Discovery Place. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's really Oh, and awesome. also, I, yeah, I love music, and so that's kind of my avenue. Um, like, you know, play guitar, write songs, and sing. And that's, that's a great place to do yeah. it. <laughs> it's fun, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Okay. So yeah, so we could have been neighbors. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't. You know, wow. we were next to the the Coon Hours, and then somebody else moved in next to us. who we were down towards uh, towards the end, end of the end of the road oh, okay. before the dike. Yeah, like Captain Vancouver, probably. Yeah, I, I don't know how to describe it. There, there, there's a dike at the end that they ended up uh, fixing, and they put all the dot coms in there. And so we're oh, gotcha. kind of next to them. Oh yeah, on that yeah, side. Yeah, on that oh, side. Oh cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. It's so, a beautiful place to be quarantined. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That. That, you I'm know not what? complaining. That's one of my favorite places of peace. I'd go, I'd walk out to oh. Double Bluff, and I would, I just yeah. sit out there for hours and just, mm-hmm. you know, just listen and watch, and just so peaceful. And great yeah, we memory. can take our bikes. I get my kids, and we ride, and we can go across the, the dike there, and then ride down uh, to our app. To double block and it's beautiful. It's closed right now, but we have a private beach, so yeah, yeah, we did too. <laughs> amazing, isn't that nice? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's just God is good. Yes, He is. Yes, He <laughs> is. So, so you two guys, where did you first meet? Um, we met up on Wavy Island. Okay, and then from there. We just been in contact because we found out that like we were really 
close and similar with worship and we were like minded and we knew a lot of different pastors in our Calvary because we both are Calvary kids. So with them now we're like, oh, do you know Brett or do you know this person over in uh, Calvary, Temple, Seattle or, you know, and these other people are like, uh, yeah, I know these people. <laughs> How do you know these people? <laughs> That's kind of like situation that that kept on coming up and reoccurring. And then we're like, wait, like, are we the same person? Are we very similar <laughs> in regards to our giftings and to our callings? And and are you still trying to figure out, like, what that looks like for you? Because the word calling is very daunting, very big. And we just kind of felt like it was this word that was mysterious. And we're like, wait, like, yeah, we both feel the same way. We know that worship is our calling. We know that worship is what we we can do until we are dead. And we would rather just worship every single moment of the day rather than doing any kind of paperwork or whatever like that. Sure. Because that's what we do like to make money. But like if we had the option to not do that, we would totally go into that realm of just worship. Uh, all the time i'm, I'm pretty and sure from eternity, that kind of eternity is set up for us isn't it <laughs> oh my gosh yeah thank you jesus yeah. yes yeah 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 that's so funny god kind of said here you go here you go <laughs> it's funny because little, seriously i think i yeah. mentioned to you the last time i was like uh what am i going to do for an eternity and then i realized i love to sing worship yeah yeah yeah, it's so my cool. happiest place. I literally like when, when I'm singing and worshiping the Lord in that musical worship. I, it's rest. It's peace. It's just the best place to be in my world. You know, in, in this world, <laughs> I love so, it. What would you say to people who, um, maybe are new to this idea? Um, what What would you say to them about what worship and music and and what it's what it's like oh so we're doing our second season right now well shout out and plug to our own podcast um which is on worship but we would say that it is a encounter with heaven it is a place where we are able to interact with god and jesus in this really like intimate way and we are able to to see life through heaven's eyes. I always think of it maybe Prince of Egypt when I say that, <laughs> but it's like that place where like we could just see things through his perspective instead of our own perspective, and we are able to, for the first time, like actually understand that all of our problems that we have are really small compared to what God sees and who God is. So when we are in a place of worship, we are actually putting putting God's size like power into into our life and seeing things in his lens. Like right now, like with the coronavirus, like that's a huge pandemic. But as believers, we can look through it in his lens and be like, okay, like, yeah, this is a big thing, but God's doing a bigger thing. God is working in an amazing way and we can't even see it right now because we're just humans and we're finite. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to 
turn our, our eyes, our hearts back onto him and put our trust in him. That's what worship does. Worship is a realignment of our heart, of our body, of our spirit, and it puts us in the right perspective to actually walk in alignment with with heaven's per, like mission and what that perspective is for our life. That is so good. You know, I think you yeah. mentioned something. I know that uh, I've had some moments of challenge, and, and it was worship, and it was the music that brought me back. Um, how mm-hmm. about you, Amber? Have you ever had an experience where you were just you're struggling with something, and, and then a song comes mm-hmm. on the radio or something hits you that, let's go Amber yeah I mean just just one (laughs) no many 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 um yeah like so something I've discovered about myself is a lot of people because I have a busy life I have a big family and uh, and my life is super busy so this has been okay slow down and God just giving this time for reflection and when I think of worship, I think of intimacy with Jesus Christ, um, Holy Spirit, God, the Trinity. I love it. I think that songs can just bring you to that place of intimacy with Jesus that in a way that nothing else in life I've ever experienced can. And I know that, you know, music obviously for me is, a, is something that God created me with. Some people it's art, some people it's photography, some people it's uh, meditation, you know, everybody, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think has their thing, but one thing I've realized lately is that God has created me for a purpose that he only made for me and that he's given everybody a purpose yeah. that's only there. Isn't that cool? And that is something that's that so we need cool. to remember. Yes. And we need to share with people. We need to encourage people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something yeah. God has given me. I think, I think he's given me a gift. I can, I can recognize <laughs> talent. You know, and especially like in in, in in related to things that I know, music, mm-hmm. um, even athletics. Um, but yeah. you know, I I recognize talent. I recognize people's gifts. And so, what's yeah. cool is then we have the opportunity to encourage people. And usually, mm-hmm. it's something that God has given them. I think we talked about was that we could have somebody walk in to Poyama, a singer and walk out a singer and a photographer because they just never had been exposed to that creativity of photography before. And they would encounter it at a place like Poyama. And it may be something that is a gifting of theirs that they never realized. And they discover that. So not only are you a musician, but you're also an artist or a photographer or whatever God has. Or a writer. The sweetness of, yeah, yeah, all of the above. I mean, I love writing. I love photography. My wife is great at photography. I think I'm pretty good. I, I go out and I see something and I say, that is spectacular. I take the shot and it usually work, looks incredible. So I, you know, it's yeah. funny how all those things, they do work together and it is so fun. Um, I'm working yeah. on a, on a Christian book now because for me, um, I am, I struggle with Christian books, Christian authors. I, there's not a whole lot out there that I, that I can really say, yeah, that was, boy, that was awesome. So I'm, I'm yeah. working on something and um, it's a, a rewrite of something that I did before. And it's really mm-hmm. interesting because um, you want to be subtle in when you're bringing in themes and when you're talking about faith and things like that in conversations. And it's, right. it is challenging. It's very challenging. And so, um, but I'm excited about it 
because mm-hmm. it's another another form of uh, well, a form of worship in a way because yeah. Yeah. it's an opportunity to share the gospel to share about Jesus. So it's fun. And yeah. Stephen, Stephen, I mean, you if said you go... you're working on a book okay. right now. Is that right? Yeah, I'm working on a book right now. Um, hopefully, it'll be done by summer. Um, gave myself a little bit of grace there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, oh, and then I hope to release it in late fall or early winter. Okay. Um, after it gets to like editors and publishers and all that fun jazz, so I can make sure that it's actually going to be all sound clients don't have a degree in writing, have a degree in music business. <laughs> yeah. So I want to make sure that I'm grammatically correct and not just having a bunch of run-on sentences everywhere. Right. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, and part of it, too, depends on the style of character. Remember, um, the character might not be grammatically correct. I think about mm-hmm. some of the goofiest books um, that aren't necessarily Christian books, but that Janet Ivanovich series, you know, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't read if you without just cracking up. And so every character is different. So whoever your characters are in your book, you can designate what kind of grammar they have, right? So if you've yeah. got somebody who's well-educated and they're kind of formal and proper and they got to prove everything to everybody, then you're going to have great grammar for that person. But you have mm-hmm. you know a buddy who kind of is just kind of hanging loose and, and having fun and surfing the waves, then, you know, the grammar is going to be a little different. So, yeah, you know, totally. So don't let that stress you out. Don't let that stress yeah. you out at all. Man. It it always takes longer. And I've written four books, and so this is my fifth one. But this one is I'm I'm making it into a true novel, and so wow. it's it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And there are moments when it just feels like you're just in a groove. You know, you're just like the the dialogue and everything is just grooving right along. And then there are moments when you're just like, what in the world? What, what do I do now? So, Dang. you know, yeah. so be encouraged though. Don't, don't stop. Um, and no. definitely the more you do it, the better you get. And, um, and ultimately we, we do want to have something that's, um, that's well done because we want to draw people into the kingdom. So yeah. we want to have, we want to have excellence in whatever we're doing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, um, yeah. So, um, do you have any um, writers groups that you're connected with? Uh, no, not at this current moment. Okay. I'm. That's a commitment. Just working too. on writing it. Yeah, that's a commitment yeah. too. Because I did that for a little bit. In fact, I think I did it over in Gig Harbor. They had a Barnes and Noble over there or something, and we'd spend time. Or no, actually, I mm-hmm. came across the bridge, and when the Barnes, when they they closed it down, it was anyway. Yeah, so we'd get together with a bunch of different authors and kind of pass our manuscripts around and and look right. at them and talk about it and you know what are your goals, what are you trying to do? And the other thing I found that's challenging is anybody can write a book these days and anybody does write a book <laughs> and I've seen anybody's mm-hmm. books and so you know it, it it's important to find people who have done it and who are you know who are successful at it to find somebody who might you know maybe willing to help you out or mentor you along the way. Um, yeah, exactly. So, and give you honest feedback too. That's hard too. It's harder. Like it yeah. might be harder for Amber to say, Oh, that really stinks. You know, <laughs> and then somebody else. Right. 
So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> like Amber, are you, Amber, are you blunt? Can you be blunt? I think I'm pretty blunt. Okay. I think this kind of it's it's kind of cool how this ties into because one of the pictures that Stephen had that I love is when you walk into the physical location program and there's a big table and it's a meeting place mm-hmm. and that's a vision. And for things like that, authors and authors that sit down and meet mm-hmm. or different creatives with different creatives to sit down and meet and glean off of one another. So that's, that's cool that you said that because that really ties right into the poem of vision. That's really cool. And, you know, Portland is kind of a hot spot for authors, as far as I can tell. It is. Um, my brother was, mm-hmm. he was the GM at the Heathman and, he would literally have people. He he made a he collected a library of first edition books from the authors, well, from all around the wow. world. But you know, there's a lot of authors in the Portland area, so it's a good. You know, it's not a bad place to be. Yeah. So I Amber, love Amber, Amber, you said photography yeah. is your is that your favorite thing? No, no, no. music. Music <laughs> is your favorite thing. Okay. Singing. I actually recently started uh, doing artwork, like painting which I didn't even know that I could do, but that's been kind of fun. But definitely my heart's calling from Jesus is music, singing, writing music, and worship. That is so cool. Do you guys um, collaborate on songs at all? Yeah, we've been, Amber has a lot of songs that are not finished. And apparently I can write songs and just sing it. <laughs> so hopefully within this whole, like, <laughs> I don't even know, like, this clash of, okay, you can complete a million songs in, like, an hour, and you need to finish, like, five songs that you half wrote, <laughs> then we can hopefully come out with five albums in one day. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, yeah, I, gotta, I have I gotta, written a lot. Are you guys um, willing to do something a little bit nutty, buddy, and actually, you know, show people the process that you're going through? Or is yeah. okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. That, that would That's be fantastic. That is fantastic. That'll really help people yeah. out. You know, that'll help folks out. I think so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's maybe yeah. our our next thing. We're gonna do a live of like yeah. her and I doing co writing and then playing by one more person in so that they can be a part of it that's been struggling and has lots of songs as well. Not that we wanna like exclude people, but we want to like be able to show vision what we would hope to have in the future of like a yeah. local writing space on one of your trees. Nice. And we have kind of like an online version of a physical poema. <laughs> oh. That's it's going to be really yeah. cool. I'm really excited. And if, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be, recorded be too. after Wednesday. <laughs> okay. After Wednesday. okay. I'll, I'll get my mic. I'm getting a mic delivered. And so the sound quality will improve dramatically. Awesome. <laughs> That is awesome. I yeah, the microphone it, it is important. It is important. Yeah, so, nice. It's so important. Yeah. Well, all about the quality. Do you guys have anything else? Like one final summarized thought that you'd like to share uh, to end the podcast today? From a creative and a Christian perspective, this is the life with Jesus today mm-hmm. podcast, right? Yes. Awesome. So I'm going to tie that all in with creativity. Um, so what we're I'm going to say is, is that we as creatives need to fully understand who we are before we can create something. Because if we try to do the other 
all the way around, we're going to create a bunch of content that is going to be all about us, but we don't know who we are. So if we try to do that, it's not going to be as, as well done. Because uh, mm-hmm. if we don't know who we are, we're trying to create content for the world, then we're really just going in circles. Yeah. So for us to for us to fully create content for the world that's going to be applicable and going to be meaningful and to be ultimately leading people to Jesus, we know who we are who we are in Jesus mm-hmm. and actually know our identity so that we can walk in it and show people Christ. Because mm-hmm. if we try to do it the other way around, yeah, we're going to be trying to lead people to us when we don't matter. Yeah. Like we're not the we're not the people that we should are wanting to magnify. We want to magnify Jesus. That's right. And That's right. if we fully manifest that and understand that, then everything will fall into place. That is so awesome. I I had some consultation for some some of the things that I wanted to put out there on the in the planet. And I called a good Christian mm-hmm. brother and sister and they said, Hey look at what you want to do is you want to go through your heart. Go through your mm-hmm. heart. Because Jesus has your heart, yeah. and when you're speaking from your heart, it's not about content; it's about Jesus. And yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and 100%. so that what you just said is exactly right on the money. And and yeah. you know, um, yeah, it's about it's about Jesus, and that's the bottom line. So yeah, I really appreciate you guys coming on, and um, so you have heard from uh, Stephen Ricks and Amber O'Brien today. And we're talking about the Lord. And if you would like to make a commitment to Jesus, he would sure like to be there for you. (laughs) And he's waiting. So if Mm -hmm. you would like to make a commitment, I'm going to go ahead and and say a prayer. And you can say it after me. And then we'll talk about next steps. So here we go. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me. Come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Now help me to live for you the rest of this life and to bring others to you as well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So if someone out there made that commitment, there are some really important next steps. One of them is get a Bible. Um, I like the New International Version, but there's a lot of great Bibles out there. Um, You find out about God and you hear from God through the Word of God. I always start with the book of John, and I also like the first epistle of John. Um, talks about who God is, and God is love, and God created us out of love, and that's awesome. You want to be with a church that is Bible-based, spirit-filled, following the Word. And hopefully all of that is geared around worship because everything that we do is worship Him. That's right. I thank you guys so much for being on the podcast with me. And just blessings, and I'm really excited about your upcoming adventures. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Stephen. Yeah. Have an awesome, awesome night. You, you as too. well. 
So I hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast about worship with Stephen Ricks and Amber O'Brien. Remember to listen to their podcast if you get a chance. It's Poema PDX. So tomorrow we're going to have another special guest, Mr. Doug Hudson. Doug is an awesome, awesome Christian man. He's a great storyteller. So thank you for listening. And remember, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom.